Here we, here we go again. It's the Wild Lives Podcast. Let's have a dream which isn't under control. What's stopping you? And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That wanderlust that exists within us all. In an inspired moment, he burned the last cash in his wallet. Do not try this at home. Now, oh, greetings, friends. How are you feeling out there? Thank you so much for tuning in and spending some time with us here on the Wildlife Podcast. Uh, we're constantly trying to explore and celebrate that weird and colorful underbelly of the van life and traveling community by exploring some truly interesting parts of it. And this episode is absolutely no different. Imagine having complete freedom to take your work absolutely anywhere you want it to go. Have you ever tried working remotely whilst traveling? And how the hell can we bring that dream into our real lives? My name is Rye, and I'm about to fire all these questions directly at Jacob from Ruby on Wheels, who has been working as a software developer from his van for almost three years now. Take a listen. Van life, it, yeah, it, it really depends how you live it. Like, I don't, I didn't escape the system. I'm still part of the system. The only difference is I'm doing it in my van. And I guess, yeah, people who, who um, see it in the first glance, they are like, oh, wow, like you're on a constant vacation. But I think that's not the truth. Look, I genuinely don't know if Jacob wears pants to work or even if he's wearing them right now. But let's get this party started. This will be a fun one. Jacob from Ruby on Wheels. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I am excellent. Thank you so much for sharing your time. Where in the world are you right now? Um, I'm currently in Bavaria, um, staying at the farm of my friends. Beautiful. And are you standing in a field of cows right now? Uh, no cows here. Uh, it used to be an active farm. Now it's more like uh, like an inactive farm. But uh, we have some chickens and sheep and, and a cat. Yeah, that's about it. All right. Well, chooks can make a bit of noise. So let's hope they pop up eventually. But in the meantime, mate, people call it living the dream. It's cracking society's code and taking your career with you in the back of your van and working remotely from your laptop, basically when the surf isn't pumping. So as a software developer, when did you first clue on to the idea that you could pursue your career without being strapped to a desk? I used to work for... um for tech startups in Berlin. Once in a while, I was able to do some remote work for them, but I usually uh, worked from their offices. And then uh, it was about four years ago when I joined GitHub, which is a full remote company um, based in San Francisco. And basically that's when my whole professional career started to change and I started working full-time remotely. And since then I started traveling a little bit more after one year, I came up with the idea to do like a little van trip. And that was three years ago. And this van trip never really ended. So that's where <laughs> I am right now. Oh, my goodness. That sounds absolutely incredible. Um, can you talk us through the format of your day? I think a lot of listeners would be super interested to hear how similar your working day is compared to theirs. Do you set an alarm in the morning for about 7 a.m., open up your laptop at 9 a.m., take lunch break at midday? Uh, can you talk us through how you approach that? Um, yeah, like I, I actually don't really remember um, when I set an alarm clock the last time. So <laughs> no alarm clocks in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love like it. I naturally wake up early because I, I usually don't um, like use any blinds or something like that. So it's... In the summer, it's really early in the morning when the first when I see the first sunshine. Um, but then I usually stay a little bit in bed and I usually start checking my emails um, for work. Then I get up, 
um, maybe do some sport, eat breakfast. It really depends. Sometimes I start at 8, sometimes I start at 10 or even 11. Right. Because my schedules in the morning are really flexible. Most of my um, colleagues work from different time zones. So um, we have a few synchronous video calls, but they are usually scheduled um, in the afternoon. Um, so in the morning, I'm really flexible. Yeah, but usually I consider my working hours from like 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. But in between, I'm also really flexible, taking breaks and um, doing personal stuff. Usually I, I don't really work after 6 p.m. That's kind of like, like that's like a personal rule that I de developed over time because um, otherwise you, you might end up, you know, like working late and, you know, just getting, not being able to disconnect from work. So that's something important for me to like stop working after 6 p.m. only if there's like, um, you know, like a very special thing. Yeah, I'd also assume that working past 6 p.m. would heavily interfere with that sunset beer, which is obviously <laughs> essential in van life, right? Totally, yeah. And uh, especially like also, um, like it really depends on the environment. Sometimes, like I, I often visit friends. Um, so if they're also working, it's, it's just normal, you know, like everyone has their schedule. Yeah, totally. Now... These types of traveling jobs, they're the rock star gigs. They don't pop up all the time. You must have been fairly strategic to put yourself in a position to be eligible to work straight from your laptop. Um, yeah, I think working um, in a position like I do requires um, a certain level of experience because um, like it's, it's harder to onboard people or supervise people because um, like it's not only the... Oh, here we go. <laughs> there it is! You are in a farm, I believe you! <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I think uh, one challenge is that we are not working from the same physical places, but uh, another big challenge is that we are also working from different time zones. So um, quite often, um, you just have to um, structure your day on, on your own. So... Um, but other than that, like if you have a certain experience in, in software development, it's not like um, impossible to, to like um, join our company and there are a ton of other companies that are also offering remote jobs. Yeah, absolutely. I cannot get enough of that chicken. That is so good. <laughs> now, a lot of van lifers start blogs and sell ebooks while on the road to make money to put in their tank. Look, I'd imagine that developing software for a big company would top up your tank fairly easily and fairly quickly, right? Yeah, totally. I mean, I have a full-time job. Um, I, Of course, I also have like um, a salary um, for a full-time job. So um, money is not that, that much of a problem for me. And I have a blog, but the blog is more to um, inform family and friends about the things I do. Um, so I don't have any commercial interests in my blog. And yeah, like from the financial side, I can take vacations and stuff like that. So um, that's pretty awesome. And I've said before, like um, I had this job before I started living in a van. So um, I didn't really have to change anything in my professional life to, to do the whole van, van stuff. So that was pretty awesome. Here we, here we go again. It's the Wild Lives Podcast. Turns out I'm terrified of heights. Alone on the road, he was looking for truth, even if it was about himself. You just drop in and just smack the lip. 
We're back. Isolated in a way that's like so completely unconventional. For the next year and a half, he just rambled around the West. He was happy as hell. So can you paint us a picture of some of the most incredible spots you've spent a day in your office, good or bad? Uh, I guess there are like two most incredible spots that are coming to my mind. One was um, in Madrid in a parking lot on a really busy street where the police came by while I was having a video call and asked me to move my van. So I went oh, no. to another side street and I just closed like all, all my windows, all the blinds. And like I spent basically six hours working in a dark van. That uh, was like the worst place probably. Yeah. And um, the best place, hmm. I really like working in remote places like beaches, forests, um, mountains. And um, maybe one unique place was um, Sahara in Morocco two, two years ago where I was working behind the dunes. That oh. was a crazy experience. Wow. But it was also very hot so i usually i usually prefer places uh in mild climates like um, for example last winter i went to the canaries that was awesome that that's a goat <laughs> we've got a chicken and a goat now <laughs> yeah, that was a goat <laughs> <laughs> they are pretty much interested in what we're doing oh, here oh <laughs> look at them go uh, they're working remotely as well they're as wild as you are jacob totally yeah uh what's some of the biggest challenges um <laughs> working from a van mate so in general for me there is not a lot of difference between working from home or working from a van i think the only difference might be like when you're traveling it might be a little bit harder to find like a spot like a quiet spot where you you can focus for for like six hours or something like that like that's why i usually when i travel i i only try to like drive in the morning or in the evening to um, have enough time to to find a spot where I can um, spend the working day. Like the story that I told you before about the situation in Madrid, like something like that can be like really distracting when you don't really feel like relaxed. And if there's like people or noise constantly bothering you, you you have to structure yourself and um, there's no one telling you what to do and when to do. Um, so I guess that's more the, the challenge. Like, um, working in your own environment and um, just motivate yourself. I think, yeah, that's probably the biggest challenge, but it's not really related to working in a van. Like, I think it's the same thing if you just work um, from your home office in an apartment. Sure, yeah. Um, now, people idolize and romanticize the idea of working remotely uh, with all its flexibility and all its freedom. How much of that is real and how much of that do you think is escapism? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. And um, I wrote a blog post like two years ago, which um, which was, uh, I think it was titled The First 150 Days of Van Life or something like that. And um, that blog post was really romantically written. And uh, I really felt like this back then. But um, I think it was also part of like the first 150 days so everything was like awesome and i i felt uh, more connected um to nature and using resources way more way better than i i did before when i lived in a big city and like everything felt like balanced and stuff but um i think now that i've done this for for three years i don't think that this lifestyle is the, the right lifestyle for everyone and i don't think that this is 
like the best lifestyle. It's it's just one lifestyle, and I'm also working from Monday till Friday. Um, I can't I can't go on a mountain bike trip every day, and I can't go surfing every day. Um, whenever I want, like I still like I still I still have a job, um, and um, there are some expectations. I, I I think now I see it a little bit more as like a normal thing. I I also haven't wrote any romantic blog posts about my my remote work recently because um yeah i'm i'm also working like everyone else you know sure yeah and when people hear about your lifestyle and think that you just go surfing all day do you sometimes just tell them (laughs) that you do just to create that image in their minds probably i have a little bit more possibilities than someone who is working in an office like for example um last winter i i spent um i think three almost three months on the canaries um and it's like it's great for surfing. Um, I don't really want to get up every morning at five o'clock um, for surfing if I have to work afterwards. So um, when I when I go to these nice places, I usually um, I behave like a local person w- who would have a job um, at that um, spot too. And then yeah, maybe there are like nice um, um, hiking trails and there are great beaches to surf. I usually um, go to these places in the afternoon or on the weekends. There are a lot of blogs where people, they they quit their job and then they have a surfer and a mountain bike and they travel and do all the fun stuff for like a full time for a year or something like that. And that's not my case. Like I'm, um, I do a lot of fun stuff, of course, and maybe I can do the fun stuff a little bit more often. But in general, I think I'm living like a normal normal work life sure and how much does the location from where you're working from contribute to how productive you are during the day if you're somewhere absolutely breathtakingly beautiful do you feel like you get more work done um i think it's not that much about like of course i i look outside sometimes but i think the most important factor is the the weather or the climate when um, i don't have an ac uh, in my van so when it's um, really hot I don't really feel very productive like I'm just more feeling like going for a swim or taking a nap so I think yeah like I, I really like working in a mild climate like with temperatures around 20 degrees celsius um, and that's where I feel most productive and um, usually I also try to travel to places where I have the climate that are most productive yeah, that makes perfect sense. And you must have inspired a whole tribe of people to reevaluate their work-play balance uh, through your interactions and who have no doubt connected with your story. What's that reaction been like? A lot of people are, um, at the first moment, they're like, oh, wow, like you're basically on a constant vacation. Um, van life, it, yeah, it, it really depends how you live it. Like, I don't, I didn't escape the system. I'm still part of the system. The only difference is that I'm um, part of the system, but I'm, I'm doing it in my van. Here we, here we go again. It's the Wild Lives Podcast. Out in the surf, I asked, I calmed it down and asked her what her name was. Yeah, people say, don't hit Jake. Well, this is what happened. We just got to go take a walk and meet this really incredible human. When you were underwater, what did you want to do? Well, something is going to happen to me that I don't know what it's going to be. Have you stumbled across many other van lifers out there who are working and traveling? Um, what's one of the craziest traveling jobs you've come across? Um, hmm, yeah, I, I met a guy who 
was like a clown and he worked for for um, a circus and also with kids and stuff like that so that was like i didn't really know that this was a job or that you could um, make a living out of it so that was interesting even if people think they need to be present at a physical location to perform the job i think it's it's possible like if a lot of jobs can be performed if without a permanent um, resident so um, I think you just have to be a little bit creative about it. It's uh, definitely easier, like when you when you have like an, uh, a laptop job that you can do over the internet. But if you're like, for example, if you're a construction worker, constructors are all over the world, so theoretically, it can also work from everywhere. So you just probably have to be a little bit creative to do it. Yeah, I think creative is definitely the word there. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about how you've set your van up to make it work friendly? Um, you're so transparent through your blog, which shines a light on even the smallest little bits and pieces to make this whole process easier. Um, I'd imagine there'd be things like Wi-Fi, which are obviously no-brainers, but uh, are there any other essentials that allow you to work from your van as much as you do? Um, yeah, I think like the most important thing of course is mobile internet yeah i have um, antennas on my roof that improve the signal so usually i i could just use my mobile but sometimes when you're in remote spaces and you have like low signal these antennas are really helpful to improve the signal setup and then of course the solar um, setup like electricity for my laptop um because it doesn't run without any power so i think these are the most important things electricity and um, internet and um, I optimized my my setup so that I really that I can work uh, for one week without any sun so um, that was like that was really important for me because um, I didn't want um, my van life to to have like negative effects uh, on my work um, I'm, I'm basically working in in my kitchen in my bathroom and in my bedroom at the same time. <laughs> Three rooms in one. Totally, yeah. <laughs> what a world we live in. That's why I really put a lot of effort into in, into setting up like a proper um, setup that, that would guarantee that I could always work when I wanted to work. Do you change locations fairly regularly? I'd imagine that if you find somewhere that speaks to you, that that would be home base for a while. But how far have you taken your job around the world? Yeah, I started in Germany, then I drove through Austria, Italy, France, Spain, Portugal, Morocco. Um, so yeah, that was like my first longer trip where I just, I wanted to discover as much as possible. And um, these days it's really nice in Germany as well. So I don't see a strong reason to, you know, like travel really far to Africa or something like that. Um, <laughs> maybe I have like four, four hotspots. And um, I'm sure you're not going to tell us where they are. <laughs> I understand that. Um, but what you can tell us is what's your advice for anyone thinking about jumping into this crazy wild lifestyle of yours? Yeah, I think my advice is just if there's something that you like, just try to, to get into it like slowly and... Um, um, see how you feel and um, adapt your your current life slowly so that it's not like you won't be disappointed if something goes the wrong way and you will always be able to pivot. Um, so I think that's my main advice. 
Yeah, couldn't agree more. But um, Jacob, we better let you go so you can get some work done today. But it also sounds like you have some chickens that you need to feed over there as well. <laughs> yeah, they're they're hungry. <laughs> you guys can probably have breakfast together. But if you would like to know anything more about working remotely, head straight over to Jacob's blog. It's called Ruby on Wheels, and it is literally the perfect one-stop shop for anything you'd ever need to know about venturing into this crazy alternative lifestyle. Mate, thank you so much for your time. Uh, don't work too hard today, and we'll see you out there on the road. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Here we, here we go again. It's the Wildlife's Podcast.